Welcome to City Limits. I'm Kevin. And I'm Ian. Ian, warm day out there today, Tuesday. I think the whole week is supposed to be warm. And the days are longer. And the days are longer, which I like because mm-hmm. you can get a lot more done outside, mm-hmm. obviously. Mm-hmm. I have your list ready. You have my list ready? <laughs> you don't know what's on the list. So. I don't. I just, know, I just know you'll be outside. <laughs> I'm sure you'll be helping. Oh, you know it. <laughs> Um, Anne loves to garden and mm-hmm. yard work in general. So. It was one of, the, one of my big promises. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I thought we'd take a step back maybe to the first couple of shows we did in the first season. Uh-huh. We talked about all the projects, right? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of projects, so I compiled a list, mm-hmm. and uh, maybe we can just go through this list. Hopefully, we'll get through it mm-hmm. and give an update to the best of your ability, my ability on research. Mm-hmm. To uh, give the folks at home an idea of how money is being spent, how money is being planned mm-hmm. to be spent. And um, if we know, if we know anything about <laughs> it, there may be a couple of these where we have to say we don't know. Mm-hmm. And then maybe there's some that the city folks can uh, maybe jump in and just and people can just let us know what's going on. I mean, there's people out there who have been asking me what's going on with projects. And, you know, we just had, and there's a lot of people that don't even know how many projects that are going on out there. Yeah. In the or they could raise their voice to maybe their, to the mayor, the city council, um, mm-hmm. and say, you know, I don't think that's a good project. Or it needs to come down in price or something like that. Mm-hmm. Or it's a great project. I don't know. <laughs> okay, so let's start with some projects that are being funded uh, with COVID money. Mm-hmm. There's the, the which, big, I, which I still don't think is the right use of the money. Right, I don't either. And I, I don't know if they're they're using it. They have to use it by what date? They have three years to use the money. Okay. Yeah, so. All right. The first one is the Monroe Building slash Quincy College slash City Hall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> slash, you know, tourism, pretend tourism. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. We don't know what's going on with that currently. They, they're they leasing the building, right? Yeah. So, there, so there's, uh, there's a lot of city workers, new, I think there might be new city workers that didn't have homes, now have homes in the Monroe Building is what I've been told. Okay. Um, some of those people are being paid out of the COVID money. So it's appropriate that they bought a COVID building <laughs> with COVID money to put COVID staff people in the building. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's there's a lot of questions as to what's, you know, it's a big building that they purchased that they're slowly, you know, infiltrating with city employees. And, um, you know, no more word as to what they're going to do with it. Okay. And the retirement board moved from that building across the street. Mm-hmm. All right. Hopefully we should be hearing something about that soon, right? He's got to come back for funding the, but if they, the administration. If they want to do anything with it, they have to come back. So they they purchased it with COVID money. And if they're going to do any of their plans, their build, their 15-story building, they'll have yeah. to come back and ask for it. 16-story. 16-story building. Yeah. They would have to come back and ask for it. We haven't really heard much on that. But what we do know is um, the parking lot, because there's a parking lot that went with it. Citizens Bank is now subleasing that um, from Fox Rock. So there's a tenant on the parking lot. So there was once a parking lot. <laughs> So and Fox now, Rock is paying the city? Um, the, from what I understand, Citibank, uh, Citizens Bank should be paying Fox Rock, oh. and Fox Rock should be paying the city. But, you know, okay. hopefully we'll see that too. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. The second one is uh, the new marina mm-hmm. on in Town River. Yep. The Town River, yep. We don't know much about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, Joe Catalano had his podcast this morning, mm-hmm. and the mayor said he didn't give really much of an update other than they – they have plans. <laughs> wanted to clean it up, and plans are in the works. And yeah. obviously, the city council hasn't seen the, seen anything. Again, that was another one that was purchased with COVID money, and that was another one that, when asked 
um, at a city council meeting, are you going to purchase this? They said no. And then they did like seven days later. (laughs) But the, but the bigger issue there is what, why did we buy it? What's the plan for that? I mean, always in the situation of the city is anytime we purchase anything, it's to protect our constituents from development. The way we protect our constituents from development, Kevin, would be to enforce the zoning rules. That's how we really should be protecting our citizens from overdevelopment and poor judgment of development, not, you know, using COVID money to go out and buy land acquisitions for projects, for pet projects that nobody knows what they are. Yeah. Um, He said the plan is being worked on as we speak. So hopefully they'll share that with us soon. Mm -hmm. Okay. Then there's the Verk building, which is, I think, on Furnace Brook and around Marymount Parkway. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, And that's been torn down, but nothing yet for plans. No, nothing for that. Okay. I'm sure I'm sure there's great plans for it, but you know, there's there's been no plans discussed with the city council, and I'm I'm not sure if anybody really knows what. And they've never even said that they've spent money on that, or they have. Is that a public project that they've admitted to? No, that's just a building that they took over and they're taking down. And there's no there was no real explanation for any of these purchases. They just purchased them, and um, you know, the Verk building was identified and purchased by the city of Quincy with COVID money. And, you know, I guess we'll, when they're ready to tell us what they're going to do with it, they'll let us know. Yeah. And the, the last one that we know about is mm-hmm. Common Street, Center Street, and West Street. They took a house down, which was in a weird place. Yeah. It's kind of an island of a house all by itself in the yeah. middle. So they they bought that and tore it down. Mm-hmm. Um, and no plans on what they're doing, but I, I assume they're going to make it into some kind of park and maybe mitigate some traffic. I don't know. It, we would, I would, we would love to know. I mean, I think there's a lot of congestion over there. I think, I think the residents over in West Quincy would would welcome anything that could help with the um, with the traffic mitigations coming in over there. But again, I, you know, I don't think anybody knows what it's being purchased, what it was purchased for. Yeah, certainly. Um, I mean, they didn't come to the city council, so there was no discussion right. in the city council. The ward councilor highly, maybe he doesn't know, but you know, and certainly neighbors and, and the taxpayers of the city of Quincy do not know what the purchase was for. Right. Um, and then I know you you have a resolve going in. Yeah, I, I submitted a resolve for the Greenleaf building. That's on Green. It's seventy four Greenleaf Street. Um, it's right off of um, Hancock Street, and I put that in because they purchased it back in twenty seventeen with the intentions of that being um, where the new where the the public um, buildings would go. They would come off of Seville Ave, fifty Seville, and they would move over to seventy four Greenleaf. And they've never moved in there and they've been working on it for six years. And every year during the budget season, I ask, where does it stand? And they say, it's almost done. There's a lot of work being done. And, um, you know, it's, it's just interesting because, yeah. You drive by, there's a, there's a new fountain out front, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think there's some sprinklers, a sprinkler system went in or something. Yeah. Don't know what else is going on though. No, nothing else. I mean, as far as you can tell, nothing else has been done. This is a slate roof being redone on top of it. And it's been restored, painted. Yeah, um, on the outside. On the outside, yeah. But, you know, basically it's it, it's six years. They haven't moved in. The promise was that they would sell 50 Seville Ave to offset the, offset the expense of purchasing it. And, you know, it was only going to take a couple of weeks to move in. It was a better building for them to move into because it had a fire system and sprinkler system. But, um, you know, they haven't moved into it. And it was only a temporary location, supposedly, for the new um, the, the building department, but they never got moved in there. They're, gonna, yeah. they're probably going to stay at 50 Seville Ave because they had to be shamed into fixing that building. Right. And there is a rumor that they're taking that yellow Victorian down. Yeah, right? I think that's 58. Yeah, they're going to knock Seville that down. Ave. Yeah, because that Which one's in disrepair. Looks like a beautiful building. It's in disrepair, but... 
Yeah. They, just, they let it get that way. Yeah. The interesting thing about 74 um, Greenleaf 2 is a lot of the commentary from um, some of the city councils that approved it. Councilor, um, Councilor, um, President, President DeBona basically said that um, he was happy to know that they were going to restore that because it's on the National Historic Registry. And um, he wanted, you know, people want to see those buildings restored and saved. Um, it's too bad they're not going to do the same thing for the Monroe building. Right. Yeah. I guess it's pick and choose whichever ones right. they want to save. And the next one on the list is the one we talked about last week, the Adam Presidential Museum, Adams Academy, mm -hmm. which the rumor is that they want to take the um, dermatologist building, mm -hmm. eventually take Planet Fitness building. Mm -hmm. Or just in general, that whole, supposedly that whole corridor is going to be called the Adams Corridor. And, yeah. um, eventually become the Adams Presidential Library. And um, currently right now it's a parking lot. They purchased uh, two of those buildings and they have um, made a parking lot out of it, which is really not what the CPA monies were created for. Right. And I know there was a request uh, for proposal in December 2nd, 2021 mm -hmm. for the Adams Presidential Museum Design Consultant Services. Mm -hmm. yep. So it's I mean, like they must have hired someone for this. Yeah, they... They definitely are, um, you know, that's the interesting thing, too, is that they're going out and they're spending some of the money. And maybe it's from the bond that they put together. I'm not sure. But um, they're spending money on the investments of, of this presidential library. And they said that I think that there's new plans being worked on. But they are a year ago, him and his host, Mark Carey, were, were basically describing plans they already had. Yeah. Um, this design consultant looks like it's a graphic designer that would basically do things that an architectural firm would do, provide three-dimensional illustrations of your firm's vision. They're going to make a really pretty picture <laughs> to make people think this is what we need. But it's going to be a very expensive undertaking, the presidential library, something that I'm not quite sure if it's you know something that we all need here in the city of Quincy. And furthermore, they, they are basing it off of the, the idea that they're going to get the presidential library um, collection books back from the Boston Public Library, yeah. which... Is it nowhere near? You can get buses and buses of tourists that just want they're clamoring to see these notes. Mm. So again, this is this is um the interesting thing here is that that's that's community preservation money that was spent. It's currently a parking lot. Um and mostly what you see in it is turkeys because there's no parks. There's nobody parking in it either. And you enter that parking lot on those two that two those two lots through the Adams Academy. Right. Okay, the next one is the Furnacebrook Golf Course. Mm -hmm. So that's another one that the lease ended on the Furnacebrook Golf Course, and they just had a meeting. I think Ian Kane hosted it up at the Furnacebrook Golf Course. I know that um, Commissioner um, Mur Murphy was there, and then also I think the mayor was there to, to promote what they're hoping to be as a 7 or $8 million future spend. Right. He was talking about this a little bit on Joe Catalano's show. You see, I took some notes. Basically, he said the meeting was full capacity. There's there's no secret plan for the golf course. It's just working on the golf course and expanding recreational opportunities. So far, they've put an irrigation system, I guess. And the bulk of the work is the new clubhouse. So I went back and looked. This is from the ledger on November 10th, 2021. Mm -hmm. This is the original request to the city council for, for money for it. Mm -hmm. I did look at the new plans. Like you said, it's for a new clubhouse. It looks to be a new park around the old uh, water tower, mm -hmm. a tennis court, with basketball court. Uh, the parking lot looks like it's expanded, but the bulk of it is, is this new, new clubhouse. 
which like you said, they have here for total cost seven million four hundred and thirty one thousand two hundred and fifty. The Joe asked him this, this morning about the price. He said uh, he didn't know yet. Let's see. It does not include soft costs, design costs, fixtures, furniture, equipment, etc. Does not include site costs for tennis court, basketball courts, walking paths, playground, and redevelopment of water tower and park. And it assumes a 2022 construction start date. But in November 2021, Dave Murphy said he estimated that the clubhouse would be between five million and five point three million to replace the clubhouse. So it's already going. Grown in price, so yeah, they'll blame that on COVID. I mean, yeah. um, everything, but but it could have doubled in price, but it's only it's only gone up a little. But by the time they come before us, I'm sure it'll be more. And the question is, is you know, how many of these projects can we truly afford? I mean, when you're looking at you're talking about a presidential library that they've already invested money in taking homes for, uh, you know, a golf course, the Greenleaf building that was supposed to house our you know our department in it, which we never did, taking six years to do that. The Monroe Building, the Marina, the Rock Building, the Common, and we're not even halfway through the list. <laughs> we are only on item four. <laughs> well, item one was four projects. Right. The bus depot, the old bus depot, the MBTA is mm-hmm. going is moving their bus depot to the old Lowe's Building. Right, and we lost six hundred thousand dollars worth of taxes from that building because that used to be a tax tax bearing building. Right. Yep. And the city is interested in acquiring the old bus depot. Mm-hmm. Tearing it down. And I remember him saying it was going to be a field house, mm-hmm. like an indoor place to practice and stuff. Yeah. Uh, Joe did ask him today about that. He didn't commit to what it would be. He said it would be amenities to the to the stadium, it's to, to Marymount. He's packaging like it's going to be some great. He's going to use it for the stems of the schools and the kids will be able to utilize it. And it's always packaged that way. But, you know, you know, the question is, how much is it going to cost? And you know, is there going to be a cost to the taxpayers? And then because there's a cost to the taxpayers, will there be, you know, maybe a third party that will go in there? Yeah, he did say he'd do it with some major, major donations. Mm-hmm. And But they're early in the process. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's unfortunate because when you go down to the Kennedy Center, the seniors down at the Kennedy Center are sending, you know, sending us emails, the counselors, the emails basically saying they're being charged for some of the things that they do at the senior center. But, um, you know, we're, again, all of these projects that are going on are, are having impacts across our community and, our, and the economics across the community, including yeah. seniors. He obviously said that, you know, if they didn't acquire it, some developer would acquire it again, and that's put the, up condos. And that's his threat. When- anytime, anytime we're taking over anything, again, we do not hold the developers feet to the fire in zoning or any place else when it comes to giving out variances. Everybody gets it wherever they want, except for when the city wants to acquire a building or take over land that we want to do. Then we're protecting everybody. Here's the interesting thing about that. This is the um, bus depot. So when we do take it over, the question will be, will the state clean it up or will the city yeah. clean it up? Because it's going to have an awful lot of environmental issues that are on that that site. Yeah. And how much is that going to cost? Exactly. It's, it's, I'm sure we'll get it. We'll, we'll get it for really cheap money, Kevin, okay. which was my prediction a couple of years ago. But we'll get we'll get the that cheap money will come with a cost because we'll have to clean it up. Yeah. Um, the next one is the berm mm-hmm. in-house neck. Mm-hmm. There's some plans that the bishop design had floated out there. Yeah. Design, yeah. Yeah. I don't know where that stands. I don't know where that stands either, but I do know that they they're doing. I think there's another project they're doing that's going to be the next one that's going up. That they're they're kind of doing a tour around the areas. So that's the presidential coast, coast walkway. walkway. And I think they're doing public meetings around the communities to talk to them about that. And that's another one of those things where they're brushing off an old plan, you know, a sheets plan, bike paths, and different things from you know 20, 30 years ago. 
and trying to make it retrofitted into 2022. Okay. The next one is, and it was in the paper mm-hmm. on March 11th. It's the General's Bridge. I guess that's done, right? In the General's Park. I don't think there's any more to go on there. I don't, I don't know though. I, I don't think so. I think that is done. I think that particular park is done. I know that they were mentioning with the um, the LDA, the change of the LDA, what we were promised we're not getting, we're getting something different. And now they're suggesting there might be another public park that's going into where Fox Rock will go, but that's a different park. Oh, really? Yep. I didn't know that. Yeah. I think they have to fill, they have to fill some of the space that was going to be buildings. But but this article was kind of funny. Um, <laughs> it was by Joe DeFazio and Mary Whitfield. Mm-hmm. They start off the bridge to nowhere, frivolous spending, pointless bridge. Uh, the lack of use hasn't gone unnoticed by Quincy residents who have taken to Facebook comment sections and blogs to call it a bridge to nowhere and bash both the city and state for spending tens of millions of dollars to build it mm-hmm. and the adjacent General's Park. There's a funny quote here. C Street looks like it was carpet bomb, but let's build the bridge to nowhere, one person commented. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people throughout the city feel that way about their streets. When they're seeing a lot of these projects, a lot of these purchases, and they're feeling like, you know, their neighborhoods are being neglected. Yep. And the city spokesman, Chris Walker, mm-hmm. um, said the bridge wasn't built for today. It was built for tomorrow. It's my uh, favorite comment. The bridge was designed to accommodate development in the area. Of course, it's not going to be busy right now. Mm-hmm. Walker said the city didn't present the project as something that would see high usage at the beginning, but that he expects it to become a vital part of the downtown's roads as development continues. Fox Rock's property, a local developer, went before the city's planning board Wednesday night to pitch its development of a massive life science building, parking garage, and restaurant retail space. If that project is approved on what is now an empty lot, the new bridge would lead to it. It's sitting basically on top, top of the of it, bridge. Yeah. So. The unfortunate part is like what they pitched in front of the planning board that approved it was not what they pitched before the city council. And what they were putting in front of the city council and the way they were putting it in front of the city council might have made sense. But what they're doing isn't making sense. They're going to build a building, a large building on top of the bridge, which you won't be able to see the bridge anymore. So that's the first problem. And the second part is that they're building the garage part back to where the original Ross parking garage was, which is they're going to end up with a garage that was, you know, we took a garage down, we're putting a garage up and we're putting the buildings back kind of in the same locations. But the other issue with that is that, you know, it is a, you know, it's a very dangerous bridge when you're coming over the bridge yeah. and you have to take that right. You pra- and if there's traffic, traffic coming from Bergen Parkway, it's, it, and you're, it's a blind spot that you can come out to. So it's a little dangerous when you're taking that right-hand turn. You can only take a right. You can't, it's basically yeah. bringing you through a loop. They're basically saying that's the way to get in from uh, Route 3, I guess, south of the city. Mm-hmm. And it brings you right into that, that parking garage. Mm-hmm. But you can't exit the same way. Basically, if you try to, you're you're going north mm-hmm. to, towards Boston. So it's so, a very expensive bridge for one way into a parking and when garage. You, <laughs> and when you come up that bridge and get onto uh, McGrath, mm-hmm. McGrath um, there's the first big abutment. It's right in front of you. If you're not careful, you're going to get clipped. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't think the bridge is the only thing that's underutilized. I mean, that park... Yeah, I've park- never seen anybody there. And if they're yeah. there, they're with a dog. Yeah, that park is really the saddest park in the city of Quincy. It's just a big open flat park with I don't you know, know about that, but No, I do. I think I think it's just a sad, sad in the sense that there's not a lot of activity there's no, that's going on. No activity there. there, yeah. Yeah, and and it's not exactly the lawn on lawn at D, you know. No, it's 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 underutilized and they're hoping that at some point a lot of development will come. I think they're not putting a lot over there because I think there's development that's gonna happen. It's probably gonna get torn up at some point. I don't think it's gonna <laughs> Something's it's, gonna it's happen. not doing anything to attract people Mm-mm. into those condos or, no, or, I mean, or apartments. It had a Christmas tree this past winter. 
It could have. I'm not talking about the sculpture part. I'm talking no, you're about talking about the, the park. Yeah. You're talking about the, 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 the where the general's Christmas tree was and the veteran's Christmas tree. I think they had um, ribbons tied on it. Yep. But they could have utilized it for so many things. Just a small imagination would be something that they did on a house neck, which they created a skate rink, skating rink for the kids down in house neck yeah. to go down and skate. It was very inexpensive for them to do. We could have done it in the city. They've done it before. They did it in front of the um, the library right. years ago. But, um, you know, the park is, there's really nothing going on at that park. And there's many things that they could do, but. Yeah, so just, hopefully they'll have some events trying to get people to that park. I yeah. don't know. Well, it's, 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 you certainly wouldn't go there at nighttime because it's, it's dark over there. You know, it's just, I know people park and maybe they go to the restaurants, but it's, 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 it's not yeah. very inviting. Right. And I know when the life happens, when all the development happens, but let's remember we're one third way, one third of our way through what our hopes and dreams were for the development. And we're 14 years into this administration. So one third way through 14 years in, and we got the bridge and, you know, if we're, we're building things for the future. So hopefully we'll have some buildings. Okay. So the next one is the Squantum school, mm -hmm. which what happened this week? They got money to, they got the money to do feasibility study. the feasibility study. Yeah. So it was $1.5 million. I did question the amount because the middle school was only, 600,000 for Southwest Middle School and now we're at 1.5 for an elementary school. So it seems a little strange and it's very expensive. We were asking for a net zero building. Um, Mr. Hines said that it would be included in that. Then he backpedaled out of his way from that and said it's not included. Um, because, you know, but, but we really want that language put in there. So I think Councilor Yang put some, a resolve in to have that language added. The, the Squantum School is very old and antiquated. The way they bring the food in is just horrific. If you ever saw how they were bringing the food into that school, it needs to be updated. Um, but it's going to go in the back of Squantum School. So I'm not sure. You know, the feasibility study will be, it was expensive, but it's something that has okay. to be done. Uh, the next is the animal shelter, which you had a resolve in for, right? Mm -hmm. So the animal shelter is another one of those projects that, you know, they're basically saying it's because of the escalation of costs of COVID. But again, that was something that they brought before the city council back in 2017. They they basically had the location. The expense was very very high because they were building a you know a Taj Mahal for for animal shelters up there. But then the city council basically backed and backed them down a little bit. They have the they have the dog park up off of Quarry Street. It makes sense for it to be up there. They spent a lot of money on a road that would bring them there, but. You know, we're not going to be putting it there. We're going to put it someplace temporarily. But they were trying to build it on a ledge, basically. Yeah. Well, then, you know, they should did their geotechnological engineering. They know. But the thing is, is that they have to put them someplace because right now they're behind where the, the new safety headquarters is going to go. So they need a home. And, you know, what I was asking for is, where are you putting them? What was the cost analysis of putting them there? Why, why are we waiting so long to be able to make these decisions when we have... You know, I think we're, I don't know how many we're into right now, but we, your list is um, 19 plus, I think there's five at the top there. So there's, there's a lot of, you know, you have 24 projects that we're talking about today, Kevin. So if they actually prioritized and maybe narrowed their focus into doing and accomplishing these things, we would have these things done. Yeah. So I think they are, they're going to put it. Yeah. I think it's going to go back behind the, the, the senior center, the senior center to the left yeah, of Moorings um, to Ayers. Yeah. Um, yeah. The bus, it's like a bus depot. It's a green building. And it, it, we drove by it. There was some plywood on the windows, but yeah, not much has been done. They're, they're supposed they're going to have them in there in a couple of months is what I what I heard um, from people who are supportive of the animal shelter. But, you know, it doesn't look like they're doing much. But if it if 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 we're doing it and it's anything like the Green Lake building, it might take six years to move <laughs> to move the animal shelter, <laughs> which isn't saying much for the police headquarters. So. Yeah. Well, the police headquarters is next on mm -hmm. the list. Mm -hmm. um, we don't know what that 
final price is? Or, or well, they- we approved a price for it. And, you know, in the mayor's podcast and in several different places, he's mentioned that the prices have escalated due to COVID and that he's going to have to come back. But he has not come back before the city council for that. So I think they're value engineering things right now. But we haven't heard much. And the, I think the, the last um, buildings to go over there is the animal shelter and Father Bill's is the last two buildings standing on the back of um, the police station. So, of course, you would expect them to bring it in um, cheaper or at the same price, right? I, I, I don't, yeah, I would expect it to, there's, they had a lot of things. That, that was a joke. I know. I, but, they, they, you know, they, I, I had a problem with the copper roof. So they, they need to save some money. They can value engineer that right out. $2.3 yeah. million isn't going to make us any safer on that, on that roof. Probably up to $10 million now. <laughs> the next one on the list is the fire headquarters, right? We right. haven't heard anything about that. No, I know that they purchased the land for the fire headquarters. So originally the safety headquarters was going to be the police and fire, um, you know, the, the fire headquarters was going to be there. But, you know, we didn't do that. So they, they came up with a plan saying that that wasn't a good idea. So we're going to keep the fire headquarters on Washington Street. I think it's going to be across the street where it currently is right now, where they purchased it. But no plans. I mean, there's nothing coming before us for that. So that's probably going to be after all the buildings get built for the general branch. <laughs> when we get to 100% of the downtown development being done, which is we're one third there. So 28 more years. So when I'm looking at the time, Mm -hmm. that was 17 projects, right? Mm -hmm. I I don't think we can go much longer. So I'm going to have to cut this show in half, which I love to edit. You know, I do. Yeah. (laughs) You're Um, going to cut it in half? Okay. (laughs) So why don't we stop this one and then we'll come back and do it. So that does it for this show on... City Limits. 